As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's good, Internet? It is Austin Walker. It is October 21st, 2016. The days in October are just like flying by. It's kind of a rainy morning here in Brooklyn. It actually like stormed uh, on the way in here, which I did not expect. I got kind of soaked. How's the weather out uh, by you, Patrick? It's uh, it's a it's a it's a breezy forty two degrees. Uh, a little ch- a little chilly. It's a little chilly. I can see my I can see my breath. Are you getting so you're like on a linear path towards winter? Well, you would think so, except. Uh, Three days ago, it was 82 degrees. So, <laughs> I, same here. What is happening? I think that's why I keep getting sick, is because the weather is just getting up and down, up and down. Danica, you know something about that. Um, well, when you said a little bit of rain, I was like, no. I got completely soaked on my way in. So, um, coming from San Francisco where there's no weather, I'm very unprepared for um, rain and snow and, and hot weather and all of that. So, Waypoints Danica Harad. <laughs> it's Harrod. Is it Harrod? I don't know how to pronounce your name. I don't ever say your last name. I just read it on Twitter. Austin, this came up for me uh, a, c- a couple of days ago. So I was explaining our team, and I said yeah. Danica, and I was like, oh, yeah, she does social for us. Like, what's your last name? I was like, that's a great question, and uh, I, d- I couldn't pronounce it if I tried, so I just went with both ways. I just said it both ways, oh. and I was like, that's fine. I've covered my bases. One of that's those two. Safe. It's like the London department store, Harrods. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Nice. And Danica, like the race car driver. Is that why you, you have the name you have? No. My mom named me after the girl who played Winnie on The Wonder Years. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a deep... That's... <laughs> yeah. But changed the C to a K to make my life hell. Wow, yeah. this is all good. This is yes. good backstory. Yeah. See, this is good. Like, this is why she actually it's paying off right now. It's paying dividends. We're getting good podcast hashtag content. Mm. <laughs> now everyone knows how to say my name. No one has any excuse to, to totally. say it wrong, yeah, including you, especially yeah, you. Right now, <laughs> I never get. To, I'm never like, here's my new social editor, Danica Harrod. Like, it's not a thing that you just say. Oh, here's Danica. She does all True. of our great social. Ed- I'm never going to remember how to pronounce your last name. It could be now. It could okay. be three years from now. I can tell you right now, it's not going to happen. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> it's good to know. It's good to like plan your your mistakes ahead of time. Yeah, I just want you know, I... planting the flag now. Like I know where yeah, this set, is going. Set I don't need to surprise anyone. God. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, also joining us, just not yet, 
is uh, Joel Fowler, who's the publisher here at Waypoint. I'm just saying that now because in about 10 minutes, I bet he's going to come through that door. Stumbling. And then, yep. Mumbling to himself. Out of some meeting or, or another. So, uh, wow, busy week this week. We, we, again, have kind of limited time, so let's just jump right into it. Patrick, the most important story of the week by far. You've been playing some Dark Souls. Yeah. No, I don't. I, no update. I'm poised uh, for okay. the uh, two people on Twitter that uh, heroically responded and said, I care about this issue just as much as you two do. And I was like, thank you. I've- they suggested we name the podcast The Poisecast. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my spinoff podcast where I just do this deep dive each week into the Dark Souls community's developments on what the poise mechanic does uh, or doesn't uh, do. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I haven't played the Dark Souls 3 DLC. Uh, I will say just very quickly, um, the poise stuff is not something that we'll know anything about until the community kind of gets their hands on that patch, uh, which is happening uh, basically as we speak. Uh, that patch is getting distributed to the different platforms, and then people will do the prerequisite, uh, you know, uh, videos in which they study frame animations. Uh, so I don't really play mm-hmm. characters that uh, rely on poise. Uh, like I said, I tend to dodge. So I'll, I'll, I'll report back on Monday on uh, what the, the stat of poise is. Um, but yeah, the DLC is uh, it, it, so far seems to be the weakest DLC that um, I'm, I'm, oh, wow. I'm excluding Dark Souls 2 because I did not play a whole lot of the DLC there. I heard it was pretty great. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, especially, rel- you know, even if you didn't care for Dark Souls 2, mo- most agreements are that the DLC was uh, a pretty uh, amazing step forward. Um, and not even relative to Dark Souls 2. It was just, like, good DLC. Yeah, it, it hangs. It hangs with the rest of Dark Souls DLC. Uh, and, you know, Dark Souls 1 famously has, like, really terrific uh, DLC that is, like, if not as good, is better than uh, some of the, the areas in Dark Souls 1, especially um, given kind of the drop-off that the last third of the original Dark Souls has. And I don't know. I, I, I can't tell with Dark Souls 3 DLC if it's... Um, I've just played too much Dark Souls, and this feels uninspired because there's just no way for it to be inspiring anymore. Like I'm enjoying myself in the way that I have talked about Dark Souls in the past, in which it's sort of my call of duty. Like I'm enjoying the combat. I'm enjoying exploring. Finding a shortcut is still an endorphin rush that uh, is enjoyable. Right. Uh, but there's nothing particularly interesting about what's happening here if dark souls 2's dlc that was snowy didn't exist then the snow environment might be a little more interesting aesthetically uh but uh it's hard as hell i mean that's the one thing i'll say is i think it's the most difficult uh section of dark souls that i have come across uh again i have to exclude some of the 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 dark souls 2 dlc but um between 1 3 and bloodborne i mean the opening area to this dlc is is absolutely brutal i spent 45 minutes just getting past the finding a path (laughs) through the opening area and you know i've played hundreds of hours of these games at this point so i'm i feel like i'm usually ready for its band of tricks and it's not even a trick here it's more just uh there are t- lots of enemies and they uh, gang rush you. Right. Um, there is something, they they do have uh, one unique trick, which is uh, there are these wolves um, uh, that you fight. And if you attack one of them, they howl and they uh, bring in backup. Um, now they don't spawn into the environment. All the enemies in Dark Souls are, are there to begin with. Um, but then that brings them in from other locations. And mm. what I noticed, the trick is uh, to the area is that you just don't attack them and then they don't attack you so you can go through an extremely dangerous area huh. that was that was really messing me up for the better part of an hour and kind of just walk 
through it. I mean, if you go, like, go in front of their faces, the wolf is going to mess you up. But Right, but they kind of keep distance and just yeah. glare at you. Yeah, it's kind of it's, cool. It's cool. They, the AI yeah. in the games don't usually function to that level of nuance. I feel like it was just yesterday that you first started playing those games on stream. It's it's so weird to be like, oh right, yeah, you hundreds of hours in Dark Souls now. Yeah, I mean, well, I kind of yeah, I came a couple years late and then just shoved it all in my mouth and swallowed mm-hmm. it like a like a kid eating candy. And um, uh, so you know maybe that has something to do with uh, my reaction. Uh, I mean. I don't want to get into the trick that infuriated me this morning because it should be a horrible, awful, uncomfortable surprise to anyone that encounters it in the game. But I thought I was going to have this amazing moment coming into the podcast where uh, I've been fighting this boss in the DLC. I think there's two bosses, and so I'm I'm facing the first of them. uh, And I'd kind of figured out some of the the attacks I wanted to to work on, some of the strategies. And then this morning I put it all together, and, and, and that boss went down. But but it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't go down and it, it got back up again. <laughs> oh, no. And um, classic Dark Souls. And, um, well, you have to give us an update mm-hmm. on Monday when you when you, I believe in you. You beat the the nameless king. I did. Right? I did. That's he, yeah, that is. Then no that's joke. like the hardest. That's the best. One of my favorite fights in that series. You got through that. You'll get through this. I believe in you. <sighs> you can do it. Okay. Just but b- by Monday, that's your deadline. Oh I'm no. Giving you homework. Oh no. That's right, Patrick. I know we're trying to launch a site, but. That's, that's it's a per, that's, it's a personal deadline for my yes, my own psychological exactly. well being. I need to get this get this off my back. Exactly, Danik. Have you been briefly playing anything? Are you hitting anything? Uh... Um, I, I I've just been playing Risk of Rain obsessively for weeks. Now. How many hours in Risk of Rain do you? A have? lot. Like I, I like it's 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 dumb and 2013 hot like, banger. Yes. Right, I can't stop. And 2014. I'm... <laughs> I don't know. When did Risk of Rain come out? Didn't. That sounds right. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. So I've just been playing that, and um, I finally got a PS4, so I'm just, like, waiting to get a TV, and then I'm going to, like, finally, finally, finally play Overwatch and a bunch of the games that you gave me and we, Uncharted 4. And when we launch the site, we should just go to a Best Buy or some other big box retailer and get an air conditioner, get a TV. Like, welcome to Waypoint. We don't have shit for our apartments. <laughs> our apartments are sparse. Wait, you don't have a, t- you don't have a TV? No, no, because I just, I got rid of everything when I moved to New York, and I just, like, I just, I don't watch cable, Uh so I haven't had a reason to, and I finally got, like, a big, huge desk, and I can fit a TV on it, so. I'm going to do it this weekend. It's it's a goal for the weekend, you know? Daddy, you've been saying that (laughs) for three weeks. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm just too obsessed with Risk of Rain right now to even, like, separate. Good. So I'm gonna Perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stream it tonight. So all right. Um, on on Waypoint's Twitch. So we'll see. We'll see. Twitch.tv slash Waypoint. Oh, hey. Oh yeah. Let's. We're talk Waypoint. About by the way, yeah. we named ourselves Waypoint. We'll, we'll talk maybe a little bit more about names and stuff in a bit. But that's a thing. We're we're Waypoint. You can you can visit our Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Waypoint. Our Twitter at Twitter.com slash Waypoint. Uh, where else can people? What are Facebook.com slash Waypoint Vice, Instagram.com slash Waypoint Vice. Um, we have a Tumblr, waypointvice.tumblr.com. We have a, um, do we have a Tumblr? Is there anything on I the made Tumblr? A Tumblr yet? Yeah, I, put, I made a post. Oh, I have a really important URL. Uh, you can also come to read all of our stuff at waypoint.zone. Uh, stop. I was going to, I have like the tweet open where everyone's suggesting podcast names. Since okay. There's still no name for the podcast. No, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. let's, let's, the, we're in real deep trouble now with the podcast name because yes. it is now Vice Gaming's new podcast and our, our, we are no longer <laughs> Vice Gaming. Correct. So I don't know what to write on like the headline for the story oh, for this article. Like today. Yeah. 
Because huh. it would normally be uh, we talk, you know, new XYZ. site name, Red Dead, whatever, you know, switch right. on Vice Gaming's new podcast, but that will now run on a website called Waypoint. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> yeah, a little, little strap for time there, guys. Yeah, we'll get there. Looks like we're going to have to call it Waypoint Zone. Waypoint.zone. Welcome to the zone. I would, <laughs> you know what? There are worse fates. Are there? You can't just say that because now people are going to tell us that we have to name it the Waypoint Zone. Wait, no, Waypoint.Zone. This is Waypoint.Zone as the name of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Steve Gaynor, who has been trolling me for what feels like my entire life, would be very happy. He really wants us to be a .Zone website. He really wants us to. He really wanted me to be to pitch Zone.Zone as our website, and that's not. It's not going to do it. Didn't I, I feel like we definitely had Zone somewhere in, in uh, we'll, those names. Yeah, we'll pull that list up in a bit yeah. and. and... <laughs> see some zones things happen this week where do you want to start with the things that happen let's start with the thing that happened today the most immediate thing actually which is and this is a follow-up on monday's story which is sag after voice actors went on strike today uh patrick did, did you get a chance to kind of read into the story at all i mean it doesn't seem like there's much to report at the at the moment you know they got to the deadline things didn't change so they're going on strike and it'll be some time before we figure out whether this has any meaningful impact on mm-hmm. you know i think you know the if you are uh, a video game fan you know the question is you know were are there actors who are represented uh, in this that are not going to be able to complete their jobs as a result of this strike, and does that have a meaningful impact on games that are scheduled to come out in, let's say, the next six months? It's yep. probably yeah. like the, the period that would be meaningful, and uh, we don't have any clarity on that. That might become a little more clear based on, you know, maybe voice actors that tweet in support of, of this strike and are, are right. you know, doing the PR rally online, um, but it's it's unclear right now uh, how that might work. I mean, you know, is it is it all possible that video game companies would pull the stuff that, you know, when uh, a like the Dish Network gets in a fight with some like channel and they say we're gonna we're gonna drop this unless they change their uh, agreement and you're not gonna be able to watch your favorite <laughs> show. Like, is it possible that a video game company would say, hey? Red Dead Redemption is not going to ship fall 27, you know, 2017 uh, because X voice actor uh, is holding up the line. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I could imagine them pulling something like that, but that would be that's one of those things that I think you get to do one time and that completely fucks your negotiation process like that. Once it gets like a little bit more hostile like that, then I feel like all of the knives on every side come out. Um, but maybe things will get that bad. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I guess there's nothing to report except that it's happening, and then you know it's something we'll keep an eye on as it. As it goes yeah, forward. definitely. Uh, you know, I, I've had a couple of voice actors reach out and say, like, "Hey, SAG's just trying to make sure that its members get the best pay that they can get. That's their job." Uh, and I've had some other people reach out and say, "Like, oh, I'm a little nervous about this." So, you know, it's one of those things we'll have to do some some deeper reporting on once we have the time to do a little bit of deeper reporting. But right now, we're trying to launch this website. Speaking of launching the website, joining us now, snuck into the bunker. Under the 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 night of day, that's not the night of day. Is <laughs> the insane. night the what? night of day? Yep. I'm tired. I uh, exist though. Is Joel Joel Fowler? I exist. Joel Fowler, who's the publisher at Waypoint. What's a publisher? Um, I've been here for three months. What's a publisher? Ideally, a publisher is someone that you never hear of that that <laughs> enables all of this stuff to happen. And that's that's preferred, right? But someone on Twitter asked if Austin and I were the same person. Because they never seen a picture of us together. 
And then I left the chat after I accidentally invited right. you. Right. Yes. Good. That good. was good. That was a good Thank moment. you for constantly dragging us on socials, Danica. You're, Danica you're really just, holding it down. I, the, so thing, the thing I love is that people think it's like Austin dragging himself. Um, that, I know, that's people. probably the best, the best part. Your it's, other brain is tweeting at I, you. Uh, my Tyler Durden social media brain is just fighting me constantly on Twitter. So making me feel ashamed. So a publisher here is really in charge of... I mean, they asked us to start a gaming site last year. Uh, we started doing gaming coverage and then asked me in my uh, yearly review around February, how would you like to run two sites? Yeah. Um, and and so this year has just been a very slow process of getting less lonely, you know, every couple of months. Um, <laughs> that's just the, that's my life on a good year. Yeah. I think I got less lonely this year. I got year. less lonely. Um, so yeah, so... So obviously, uh, looking for what the strategy is going to be, and there's kind of in our in our mind the whole time like what gaming should be, but that completely shifted when we started talking with you, Austin, and then when we brought in Patrick, and then we, you know, and it's it's kind of morphed. It's been like this is what we think we should do, uh, and I think we finally arrived at what we yeah. know we should do. Totally, but yeah, it's been. I mean, for me, because I I even when I've uh, written. Like what we've been playing this month, you know, it's like I, I'm, I'm the guy that plays one game. How many? How much hours? A how many thousand, hours? Are Destiny? It's over a thousand hours. Thirteen hundred hours. I wish it was over a thousand hours. <laughs> I thought it how was. much is it? It's thirteen fifty. Good. Good. <gasps> oh, oh my god. And gosh. we're going to do the hard raid this weekend. Live so. your best life, Joel. Yeah. You know who else has to schedule things? Uh, is is companies that have to release games. And this week, uh, Rockstar, I think, maybe made a mistake with their scheduling of their, like, social hype shit. Uh, normally, I think they're really on point. I think they were actually really on point on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then yesterday, I think they maybe dropped the ball a little bit. Uh, so Red Dead Redemption 2 is now confirmed. On Monday, I think everyone was super excited. They tweeted out their logo in red. And everyone was like, oh, shit, it's going to be Red Dead 2. And then on Tuesday, it was like this great image of like uh, the sun rising and some silhouettes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's definitely going to be Red Dead 2. And then it was a close up of like the three characters and a, and a thing that said like, tomorrow, we're going to show a trailer. And so everyone was super excited. And then they launched it on a Twitch stream. And then the Twitch stream ran for a minute. And then it was over. And I like the trailer a whole bunch. It's like atmospheric. It's very good, yeah. And envi- it's like all environmental shots. I don't know if you've seen it, um, but like it's all environmental shots of like really great like natural places out in the kind of the the west or in kind of the the heartland of America. Um, and it's like very evocative of something like there will be blood, right? Like those beautiful stark shots. But then it's like one line of narration, some cowboys, and then it's done. <laughs> And I think people were ready for, like, the drop, and the drop didn't come. Well, Patrick uploaded someone, which could be the drop, cutting that trailer to Pony yesterday. Which oh, could I didn't be, see that. What? That could be their fourth oh, day. Oh, it's, it's you on know? our Twitter. We, we retweeted okay, it. Patrick. Wednesday was the trailer, and then Thursday was the trailer cut to Pony. <laughs> that would have been ideal. Which I think worked. It's very good. Patrick, what did you think of the, the trailer? The the hype, uh, the trailer was not relative to the hype. I mean, is that their right. problem? And then also compounded by the fact that it was just, you know, I like if you looked at some of uh, the sort of like Twitter uh, activity um, relative to the Switch um, announcement. I mean, it's just they yeah. they unfortunately were timed right next to Nintendo, and everyone was more interested in uh, Nintendo. And and it just the yeah. if that trailer came out of nowhere, like if on, if yes. if over the weekend. 
they just dropped that or if that had if they, if they had done it one day and then the next day and yeah. it was a little tighter together i think people were expecting a trailer that was two and a half minutes long showing gameplay mechanics giving you like a broad overview of like what this game is and it's clearly not what's happening because that game is coming out you know hopefully a year from now but i wouldn't at this <laughs> point we'll see wouldn't be shocked if it was uh spring 2018 uh but yeah, it's just it's a very beautiful trailer, but one that really is not relative to expectation. It was I, I, I was disappointed too. I got to the end going, I, you know, I I thought that was beautiful, but that's not what I wanted, and I don't think it's what a lot mm-hmm. of people wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I actually said this over on the uh, the Giant Beast cast, which is out today, and I'm also on that. I'm on a bunch of podcasts this week. Get ready, like if you want to hear me in your ears, you saturated have... Austin. Yes, Here we go. Uh, but like I love that trailer. That trailer is built for me, but like maybe I'm not the target audience. <laughs> like if all you had to do was sell your game to me, that's the trailer you make. But but I know that that's not what you have to do. That trailer is that. I mean, do you ever expect to see gameplay in a first look though? Um, you expect to see, like, I think what people expected to see was, like, here's the character you're playing. Someone's going to say the word Marston. Someone is going to say, like, we're going on up, we're going to rob a train. Like, little glimpses of what the gameplay looks like beyond there are seven of you, and then the website mentions the word multiplayer foundation. So, like, you want a little bit, I think people wanted a little bit more. They're thirsty. They have that thirst for, for Red Dead, so... We'll see how it, how it turns out, and who knows how long it's going to take. Like a, a year, it would be great if this was a fall twenty seventeen game. It would also be great if it came out on PC, but it doesn't. They're not saying that it's gonna. Yeah, so. it, it'll come out on PC. It'll just come out a you know a, a year later. And I yeah. I have a running theory that the reason it's fall twenty seventeen is because they've just baked in the delay that would have happened if they said it for spring mm. <laughs> spring twenty seventeen. So they just said screw it. We'll just pretend the delay is already baked into it, and we'll just come out in the fall. That's good. People will be happy with that. Like, I think that's kind of what the um, the person who wrote in that letter on Monday was trying to get at partially was like, why don't people just bake in those delays when we know that they can hit when they know that they're going to hit those delays? Why don't they just say uh, give themselves a, a wider deadline? Um, and the answer, as always, is game development is hard. There's actually a really good story up on the site right now. Vice.com slash gaming until Waypoint launches. Or Waypoint.zone, which will take you right to our, all of our great stories. <laughs> is that yours? Oh, yeah. That's mine. Oh, uh, uh, there's a story up by Tina Amini, um, former managing editor or deputy editor at Kotaku, um, who's now doing some great freelance stuff. And it's just really great deep dive into why it is so hard to make a game. And, like, what's that process look like? And she really puts it in some into great terms about, like, how... And, and why this stuff takes so long and why it gets, you know. Uh... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. All fucked up in the middle and how nothing really comes together until the final moments, you know? So, uh, Patrick, you mentioned the Switch uh, trailer. What do you think of that? Well, I think especially, uh, you know, if you look at the the reaction, that obviously a new hardware from Nintendo is is enormous and is going to garner a certain amount of attention that almost no one else can orbit around. But I thought it was a super effective trailer to convey, like, sort of holistically what they're 
their vision for the Switch is, which if for some reason you haven't watched it, it's a essentially this tablet that has removable controllers uh, on each side um, that can function to play like basic games like Mario Kart or more advanced games uh, like uh, you know the new Legend of Zelda in which you would use both sides of the controller. But uh, it's it's this it is their you know console handheld hybrid, um, although it is more console than handheld. Um, and I think yeah. people should probably get their expectations for the battery life in a realistic <laughs> space. Um, what do you if you had to estimate what would you put of that? I, if I had to you know estimate, I would you know say three to five hours, which is I, I think that's pretty reasonable. But it also means that you're not going to necessarily get a coast to coast flight out of it. Um, although these right. days most uh, most flights have a, a place for you to uh, plug in a power outlet, so you, you could mm-hmm. probably get away with it. And it's a lot more. Uh, convenient uh, to bring with you than it is the other ways I have brought consoles in the past, which you yes. which you tweeted about. <laughs> I did. As the Wii U? As, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's this moment in the in the trailer where like a guy sets up his <laughs> switch in the plane, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, they heard Patrick on podcast <laughs> talking about how he brought his Wii U and played Bayonetta on a plane, taking up two outlets. Yes, <laughs> yes. across the country. God. So we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm optimistic. Are you Joel and, and Danica? You think you think you're gonna be on the switch train? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looked awesome. I also was just thinking, wow, that's a lot of accessories. Yeah. And wow, that's a lot of batteries. You know, because I'm, I'm right. thinking because each controller is gonna have a battery. Right, and too. then they have the pro controller. Yeah. You can separate the controllers, and you know that's the first thing I thought was like they're gonna make a fortune on. As as Nintendo usually does, right. these various like accessories, well, like and extra Joy Cons, they're called Joy Cons also. Uh, of like, oh, is this one? This one's gonna hook on, and it's gonna be a special Yokai Watch one. Uh, so that like, oh, it has the little spinny thing that's in Yokai Watch and just built into the controller, or like it could be like a pinball one that has like the plunger or something. Like there could be all sorts of weird gimmicky ones, which is bad. It's bad. But I'm also like curious about it as someone who likes weird gimmicky shit sometimes. But when they were showing that, uh, I believe they're showing a soccer game where everyone it was basketball. Basketball. It was a basketball. Yeah. Okay, so everyone had that one-handed mm-hmm. controller, yeah. and there are some games you know you what could I mean? totally play There's that games way. like that you yeah. could totally do awesome as all, stuff as with always a one-handed with Nintendo, controller. As always with Nintendo, it's like, can someone, can a dope developer use this weird technology that they're putting out to make something unique? And like when that works, it works. And they have a lot more third-party developers than you would have anticipated, I think. Yeah, I, I hope that they stick around. We'll see. <laughs> I've seen lists like that before. You don't, want, you want, you don't want the watered-down version of everything, which right. is essentially the, the past. Right, exactly. Um, one thing one thing I will say about the trailer, though, is like that song, I just was so bothered by it. You just thought it was boring? I just didn't like it. I was like, man, this is so cool, so, but this song is so, so much. So, to be fair, we are deep in, like, pairing songs with trailers mode right now. Like, we're in, we're here, like, figuring out all sorts of weird production stuff or, you know, figuring out what it means to launch a site and what it is to have a brand identity and all that. So I think maybe we are hyper aware of that. Yeah, I think um, I'm, like, extremely sensitive to, to, to that stuff. To that point, I'm going to cherry pick a question from the old question bucket, which is a thing I only let <laughs> myself old, do when we have guests. Bucket. So Joel and, and Danica, thank you so much for coming on. You're giving me this excuse to dig into the bucket and find a question that suits our needs this one uh this one comes in from paul from ottawa who says hi paul hi Hi, paul especially after hearing you talk about naming conventions on this inaugural episode that's how long ago this question came in how do you choose things like font layout etc for this new site you're you're building The, the impetus for this was that i was reading polygon a while ago and i noticed that the r's had a weird kerning to them um so essentially i'm asking what informs your choice about building the minutia of this new site uh 
And it's a lot. I, I think really for us, it was about figuring out the big picture. What is the site? And then everything else had to f- fall from that, uh, from the name to the font to everything else. I mean, there's nothing more exciting than media companies talking about themselves. But oh, have you it. talked about the name? <sighs> Do you want me to talk about the name? At all. I, how about this? I'll read you the list of names that were on my desk when I came in on day one. Okay. You were like, oh, Austin, no. here is... Oh, Here fine. are the names that are here. We're thinking about the, and it wasn't just you. I'm not putting it on you, Joel. Like, you had some marketing people or whatever. The also. internet is going to put it on me. Oh, but... well, listen, it's, everybody needs a, uh, someone to kick, right? Yep. So thank you for coming so, on. So hey, where Joel. on this list are you then? This is, this is previous brainstorming is oh. what it says here. This is the list that existed when I came in on day one. This is how you want to go over how we landed? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cause, cause I, Fuck me. Well, like, I, I need wanna, to, I need I to go over. The... Go Keep ahead, in go mind. No, Keep uh, in mind that... As Patrick and Austin are well aware, there are people here. Right. That would this was important. Suggest a gaming name that have probably not been very close to to where we wanted to go. Totally. Do you want to go round can robin I, with me? I just can I just start can I just start it off with one name and then you no, can go. No, we have to go this list. Okay, this go. is the list that this is the order I saw them in. I want to understand. <laughs> no, we have to end on the one it fucking ends on because I almost walked out the door. Okay, go go. All right, mainframe. Combo. Ew. Beam. Bite with a Y. <laughs> I hope so. The other. <laughs> yeah. Right. If it wasn't. That would be the, the, the fact that you clarified that makes you know. <laughs> Does it worry you about what's to come? Whenever you say with the Y, we need the Rocket League. Yeah. There's just in. some. There's just so many names on this list that like don't have vowels. We'll get there. And... We'll get there. <laughs> Zone. Bonus. Okay, again, you can combine those. Bonus zone. Bonus dot Bite zone. zone. <laughs> Level. Level with no vowels. Another castle. <laughs> Users. I marked that one off immediately. I was like, that's not, you can't name your no, site. No, no, the next one's good, and, and I'm excited for you to read it. Okay. Pwn. <laughs> P-W-N. Toggle. Wait, did you? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so an important thing for this next one you need to know is uh, we have a TV network here at Vice, Viceland. It's it's great. There's amazing amazing shows on it. Jesus and Mero just kicked off their show. Go watch it. So on this list is Viceland, like Vice Land Party. Oh, Land, Viceland. I'll, I'll own that one. I, that's I, you? I'll own that one. Okay. I the actually, thing is, I kind of like it for events. I don't like it for... No. site. Can you imagine how confusing that is, too? Yes. yes. The thing is, when I when I told people that we were naming, that we were working on like naming the site, I got that as a suggestion. So I don't think that was far off. No. Well, it's far from what we ended with. Well, yeah. But... Oh, 100%. All right. What's next? Um, Scale. Well, you also skipped vice underscore LAN, <laughs> which is an important <laughs> modification. Uh, then Zen. And then um, my, my personal favorite, Bazinga. <laughs> I want to tell you the thing about Bazinga. Let me tell you. Can I bring you in for it? Let's let's bring it in for a second here. Not only was Bazinga <laughs> on this name list, later at a certain point when we were in our deepest depths, when we were like, we have we need help. We reached when out our, to like, when our ears were bleeding and our eyes were about to pop. Out. So I printed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I printed our top seven. Yeah. And then someone was like, "Can we write in?" Yeah. So we put up a sheet for write in. Totally. And the first thing they wrote. Was Bazinga. <laughs> and so we took the write-in sheet off. Good. Well, that's good, because then that means it came up three times. So it was in the main list. It was on that thing. And there was also this email. What is you it s- about Bazinga? You that- s- well, I have to read this. I have to read this, Joel. You wrote to a group of people who I will not name. 
Hey, smart people. We're entering crunch time to decide on final name for Vice. We don't want to use Vice Gaming. We're trying to evoke the notion of exploration, wonder, input, spatiality without being too on the nose for gaming, too throwbacky. We want to be positive. We want to be inclusive. Um, and then some names started coming in, and some of them were bad. Uh, and then at some point, someone independently, who had not seen any list ever, just said... Um, I'm not a gamer, but Waypoint seems a bit too passive. I don't really have better suggestions. I do really like Bazinga as a word, <laughs> but maybe it's too nonsensical. And I really love, I really Where love, I really love, I like Bazinga as a word. Like just in the ether. Fuck, who was that? Can we give them a, let's just give them a show and, and oh, they'll be tasked with making it. Oh. oh, I don't know that. Yeah, I just showed. I'm not going to put anybody under the bus. Oh. But next up, contact. Control. Controller, <laughs> like the Drake song. Ugh. That's not the only Drake reference. It isn't. In, in our, in I'm our gonna, uh, The next one isn't on this list, and we're running out of time, so I just want to say the other Drake references that came up included Jumpman, and there's at least one other Drake reference that I can't Yeah, quite there was remember. definitely a few. Control would have been great. For oh, and Jumpman wasn't Jumpman wasn't meant to be a Drake reference. Mike Diver in the UK, who I don't know, I love Mike. I don't know that he knows who Drake is. Put Jumpman on the sheet because that's the name of Mario. That was the original name of Mario and Donkey Kong. So it just happened to have two different Drake names. Uh, what's up next? Related. Excuse me. Related. What's related? That's the next name on the list. Ah. <laughs> He's on third. Um, it's, our new, it's our new online dating sitcom. Yes. Um, fan, but with a four instead of an A. Lan, but with a four instead of an A. Network. I think maybe they thought we had a Griffin McElroy show here because the next one is Vora. What, is, what does that know. even mean? I don't they, know. They knew, they knew that I was coming from a background of anime. <laughs> so they, they, they were like, huh, what, what can we do? Canvas. Leisure. Texture. Here's a good one. Down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. You hit the next one, too, because i got to hit this last one. Replay. And then for Austin Walker's oh video game website. God, don't do it. The last suggestion here don't is. Don't do it. Token. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> token. <laughs> but then the thing is, like, we went even deeper and darker in our, in our worst days. Like, because we, like, threw out a bunch of names. Again, we were trying to evoke spatiality and exploration. Joel, you have some good screen caps from uh, oh, yeah, from our Discord. Oh, the bus. Um, no, I mean, this is going to drag me, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. Put so, us under. So, so let's go to... Um, this is about two weeks in to naming. Which means that Patrick is here, Danica Patrick is, is here. here. Danica's here. We have Austin Walker at 5.04 p.m. Vaming isn't bad. You've just said it the whole... Well, I, <laughs> Listen, you joked and said vaming, and I was like, yeah, vaming. Vaming isn't so bad. bad. And then I think the best one is endpoint is what I want for my life right now. And <laughs> guys, I'm on a Google for deep space terms. Uh, we looked at star names for a really we long looked time, at star actually. Names for a really, and there are some dope star names, like... There's essentially some weird shit. There's the Hamburger Nebula uh -huh. we discovered. That could have been us, HamburgerNebula.Vice.com. <laughs> like, there's a lot of really interesting nebulas. I got in my head really early on, and Patrick, I know you were here with me with this, was like, vertical? We really wanted to be vertical.Vice.com? Like a vertical slice, or just like the word vertical. It's a good word, good sounds. And also, um, we, we are a new vertical. <laughs> and also, we're a new, and we're just trolls, I guess, because we wanted... Inevitably, Shane would have to be on stage and say, our new vertical... <laughs> comma. Vertical. vertical. 
Yeah, yes. but you were also completely obsessed with having a V name for yeah, a very long time. I went through every V word that exists and marked my favorite ones <laughs> twice. What was that? What was that? You were on like a naming. You were on like a a site for. It was like mom words or something. I was something. on momwords.com. <laughs> I was on Miriam Web. I went everywhere. I went. I, it's like vandal, variable, vast, vertex, veil, velocity, veneer. Like I wrote down all of my favorite V words, and none of them stuck. Sadly, sadly. But I the think, Patrick test held true yes. the entire time because we would we would you, come up you, with something. Yeah, Patrick, give us the the rundown of what the Patrick test was. Well, is, I've been involved in a lot of naming things over the years, and uh, I feel like uh, things that that you say in your head and things that on the page uh, you can convince yourself they're good or they will sound good in, in on paper form, but then you need to perform it. You need to imagine what it's like to go – the test I use because it happens to us all the time is like going up to a desk at E3 or you're checking into some event and you have to introduce yourself and say, hey, I'm Patrick Klupik with blank. And if that makes you cringe, then you shouldn't go with that name. And that's why we cut, hey, I'm Patrick Klupik with another castle. Hey. That was on this list also. Hey, I'm Danica Harrod with Bazinga. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, okay, we tried again, though, with Dot .zone at the end. Hey, I'm Danica Harrod with Bazinga.zone. Hi, I'm Joel. I'm the publisher of Controlla. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh, my God. Controlla. That's, it's, that's, yep, this is, it's hard to name things. And like, as hard as that is, it's, it gets even weirder, especially because we're, a lot of us are words people when it comes to like, pick a font, pick a, a logo. The logo is a whole other nightmare. Oh my god! Oh yeah, we have a question. Yeah. How do we pick all that stuff? Yeah. And for me, it's like, we have the guiding, we have the, the goal. And then also we have the institution. And you have to, like, figure out how to hit your goal while, while maneuvering and navigating through the institution where other people don't necessarily have the same specific vision of what the site is as you because they haven't been in the trenches in the same, in the same places that you've been. Mm-hmm. And it's much easier to look at all of that stuff and know immediately what's wrong, you know? Yes. But, like, kind of in Symphony, if you look at your font, your color, and we always try and look at the landscape really, really heavily to see, like, what can we do that that isn't just another one of the same. And so when you look at font and color and all that stuff individually, it doesn't really make sense, but you can look at them all together and know which one is kind of taking away from where you want to go pretty easily. Right. And luckily we have a whole design team here. Amazing designers. Shout out to Matt Shane. Shout out to to Alex uh, Alex Cook. Cook. Shout out to Adam and Sarah. And so many people have helped bring this together. We're, we still have a lot of work to do over the next week. Uh, shout outs to Danielle Riendo, who will be starting on Monday, uh, but who's already given us a lot of great ideas. Um, like it's it's a huge team of people that you'll see on the masthead and on streams and all that, but also a bunch of people behind the scenes, mm-hmm. like down to like Vice's own editorial team, like Jonathan and Dory, who are able to like look over our, our stuff now and get it up on the site, even though I'm running between meetings or like it's just nonstop. People are pitching in. Shout outs to CL Hunter. Shout outs to a billion people. So also shout outs to um, the artists behind our yes. All of our brand, all of our header stuff. You find Stephen at 400 Facts uh, on Twitter. He's fantastic. Also, shout outs to uh, Tom Humberson, who just did the great uh, artwork at the top of Tina Amini's piece, which I talked about earlier. I love that art. That art's really good. Like, we're trying to use more original art. Like, we should do that. Every other game site has a look. There was this moment, and this is the last thing I'll hit before I... We, we end because we're running out of time today, is there was a moment when it wasn't clear that I had what I needed in the toolbox to communicate to people what I wanted for the site. And then Alex Cook, who is who helped design, who designed the logo for us and who's in design in general here for us, um, 
he produced this document that was like, here's what the world of gaming looks like on the internet. And it was like 30 pages of every other site that's about gaming, where you can buy games, where you can read about games, everything else. Um, and then and then it was two uh, slides in a row. And one was like, here are literally the front pages of websites, images that are on websites, etc. And the next one was like, here are the best images we've ever used on Vice Gaming, at the time Vice Gaming. Um, and going from that first slide, which is all like red and black and impact font and just heavy and dark, to the second one, which was like light and cool and playful and airy and like hu deeply human and not producty was like oh this is it these two slides flip between these two slides and you'll get like what i don't want to be not because it's bad because there's so much of it and what we want to be over here like let's be that thing and i like thank christ he gave me those slides because it's like helped me solidify and crystallize what we want waypoint to be mm -hmm. um which which you'll see starting next week at noon on friday october 28th i got all <laughs> You're those getting there. I'm You're getting, getting there, there. <laughs> We're going to start with a 72-hour launch stream, 72 games in 72 hours. There's going to be a hashtag and everything. Ooh, yeah, and, it's and, official. Uh, yes. people, I've already seen people using the hashtag. So if you guys want to use the hashtag already, you can. It's hashtag Waypoint72. And we're going to have some awesome some awesome guests and some awesome blocks. And we're going to be doing giveaways. And um, we're going to be posting, you know, cool gifts of, of Patrick and Austin. And, um, yeah. and it'll be great. It's all gifts all the time, baby. <laughs> you got to teach me how to play Risk. I'll teach you how to play Risk. Legacy, right? Risk Legacy. Yep. Man, you're just dropping things on the list. I have to go on my my Twitter and show <laughs> It's official that. now. God damn. We we're going to run. We're going to figure out a way to run the list and like show people as the list comes together. Yeah, let's talk about it next week. Let's like Yeah, Monday start maybe we'll start. Yeah, that sounds good. Our official spreadsheet going around the office like two execs to everyone is titled 72 games in 72 hours. Oh, fuck. So that's accurate, though, yes. as far yes. as I'm concerned. Thanks so much, Joel, for coming in. Where can people find you on Twitter? At Free Magic. Thanks for having that's me. That's a good name. That's a good name. <laughs> I got to tweet you on Waypoint. No. Danica, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Danica Herod. Herod. Oh, that's how you say that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. Supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> Ostensibly. Hurrah. <laughs> I said hurrah earlier. Hurrah. And I got dragged for it, so... Patrick, what about you? Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, hashtag Bazinga. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Did you get that on Facebook? Did you get Patrick Klepik Bazinga on Facebook? Oh, just, uh, I, I will before we publish this podcast. <laughs> Good. Uh, you can find me at Patrick Klepik. Uh, I, I have to figure out now. Apparently, you can rename your Facebook word? profile. So, like your original one. So, I think there might Ooh. be a world in which, Austin, we could rename our original Facebook profiles and have, like, not horrible Facebook names. Yeah, but now I'm just Facebook.com slash Austin Walker Games. I think I might just have to stick it out. You're just going to lean out. Oh, hmm. Got to lean, lean in. Okay. Lean in. Uh, That's our <laughs> slogan. <laughs> Don't, yeah, stop that. That's MSNBC, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can find me uh, uh, at Pete Clubbing on Facebook and at Patrick Clubbing basically everywhere else. And uh, Waypoint at Waypoint on Twitter and at Waypoint Vice on Facebook. Find me at Austin underscore Walker. Thanks again to Tim Barnes, who is our podcast producer. Thanks to everyone I mentioned before. And thanks to Mitch Ra uh, Rackin? Rackin. Mitch Rackin. Good name. Uh, who's been engineering this for us for the last couple of weeks. I just remembered we need to schedule to book this again for the next Monday. Oh, shit. We're up. Yeah, we're up. This is our last day in the bunker right now. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Joe. <laughs> 
make you bitch. You just book, just book all the way out. Well, no, because it's we'll see. We'll, find find a name by Monday. That's oh that's your God. personal oh, task. Yeah, okay. Well, actually, that, that has a newfound <laughs> importance yeah. as we figured out uh, on this podcast. God. And uh, thanks once again to Bowen for letting us use his track, Miss You, off of his EP, Pale Machine. You can find out more info at bo-en.info. Another good URL. Join us on Monday for what seems to be like this final stretch. We're, we're pulling in Ooh. the last leg of this launch extravaganza. Yep. Oh, Deep and, breaths. And also join us every day next week um, True. from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, hopefully. It's um, real now. She just Twitch- said that she's no <laughs> microphone Shit. happening. Twitch.tv slash Waypoint. We will be doing live streams every day leading up to our uh, launch event, and we'll have guests from different verticals on. So, And are you guys going to stream over the weekend? I would love to. I'm going to stream tonight. You let gonna, us know I'm when we're st- allowed to do that, Joel. <laughs> just do it. All right. Yeah, Joel said just do it. That means we just get to do it. Attorney's oh, texting some, me now. Yeah, at some point we'll, we'll let you into more weird conversations about what it means to build a website and to have a legal team. At a media company. At a media, <laughs> at a media company. There are things that you have to do. There are. It's more complicated That's than you think. That's a whole The second episode. that it goes from being like, oh yeah, I'm in my bedroom. I can do whatever I want to like, oh, 800 people work in this building. Video it becomes games, a, how do they work? Totally. So yep. we'll, we'll get yep. into the nitty gritty on that in the future. For now, promise me something, internet. Have a good weekend. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.